Calgary football fans. This is your quarterback, the Bo Show with Bo Levi Mitchell on Sportsnet 960. Brought to you by SML Entertainment. The Bo Show for SML Entertainment. Making family time more exciting with pool tables, pinball, ping pong, beachcomber, and caldera hot tubs and more. Visit smlentertainment.com. Welcome to the Bo Show, everybody. Appreciate having you guys back. All right, so the reason that I've got Maddie back there playing John Denver, Take Me Home, Country Road, yeah. is because yesterday, my little brother is sitting in a bar, and he texts me says, hey, I'm sitting next to some people, and they just asked me, what's the best country song ever? All right, so at the end of the segment, we're going to revisit that. I want to talk about that. Okay. I know I have some questions to answer first. Um, hey, so do me a favor. Text in, uh, call in. Calling at 403-240-4444. I've got some um, solid uh, some solid rivals to this one. Yeah? Do you know this This is the most popular song in Ireland? You go to any bar in any Irish town, the, every, live mu- like every live music performer plays this, and every Irish person knows the words to this song. That's awesome. I would have never... I was I, not expecting I would have never that. known that. I do want to go to Ireland, man. My wife booked us a trip there this off-season, but then with everything happening, we, we canceled it. Uh, Good country. But yeah, I definitely want to go. I want to go play some golf out there. Not right now, though. Uh, I want to say, <laughs> <laughs> I want to say, why not? Uh, drive safe uh, to my wife, Madison, and my two daughters, Ellie and Lakeland. They're heading down to Lake Chelan. They've got like a seven hour drive, so drive safe, babe. Um, all right, so yeah, I'll address the injury real quick. Aww. Watch out. I'll address the injury real quick. Um, I mean, basically, man, just exactly kind of what you saw was. Um, I didn't even realize you were playing it that long. <laughs> uh, it happened on the second last play where I was throwing. Uh, yeah, just felt a little something. Um, and I mean, you guys know me. I've been here for eight years now. Uh, I'm going to play through anything and everything. That's yeah, out you don't there. really miss games. Yeah, haven't missed one since 2014. And, and uh, some good things happened that year. Um, but yeah, I mean, I haven't missed a game in a long time. And, and I'm definitely not going to ever take myself out. But that was the one time where I felt like we had some momentum. And we had a chance to make a comeback right there. And after the the second to last throw, I was like, no, no, I can stay in. I can stay in. That, that didn't hurt too bad. Um, I just knew I'd have to compensate a little bit. And then all of a sudden, that the last throw, I was like, no, nah, I've got to get out. Uh, you know, we've got a chance to win this game right now. And I can't be selfish to try to stay in when there's a chance. Uh, Nick or Montel can come in, ball out, and, and that's what he did, man. Nick came in, went 9 for 9 for 90-plus yards. Uh a touchdown and a rushing touchdown got us the win. Uh, some big plays, honestly, other places as well. Uh, mainly speaking about one of our guys who's going to be the guest later today, uh, Eric Rogers, one of your player of the week. <laughs> guys that recovers the onside, but the the big one to me was Klukas on the onside going up over Burnham. I, I told him I didn't think he had hops like that. So, um, but then I look back, I don't know if he really jumped. He just he eyed the ball the entire time. He did. It was, it was an amazing. Play. It was a hell of a play, and I was like. You can't execute an onside kick better either. Like, that was perfect, man. Uh, we, I mean, you the, the, the kickers, you know, Renee and Maver both practiced that play for like 15, 20 minutes every day. Yeah, every single day. And that hang time was unreal. It was perfect. And I, let's just—I mean, let's go ahead and jump into it then. Um, man, Kluke on that play. Like my favorite part of watching film after the game is going into special teams. That's what we go into first. We go into special teams and. Mark Killen brings up about five, six plays from special teams that basically won us the game. And he starts off with that one. And he's like, I want everybody to, you know, play your spotlight. Kluke right here. 
Um, he has zero fear. He runs the entire time. His eyes never never come off the ball. Like literally, the, the moment the ball is kicked, he looked up, watched the ball, and a lot of times you're gonna get smacked on that play. Um, but he had no fear, went in there, and those are the kind of plays. I mean, like those are the amazing four to five plays a game that have to be made to win. And uh, as a rookie, as a first year guy in his second game of the year, um, getting thrust into that position late mm-hmm. because of injuries with Hergie and, and uh, Bresk, you know, goes and makes a play like that that helps us win the game. And then Nick finishing the job with Eric. Um, the best part about that, by the way, y'all got to go back and watch. Go back and watch the video. No, no, Montel as well. I'll speak about Montel. Um, so Montel on the kickoff, you know, all of a sudden, Klute knocks it up. Eric recovers it. And then I just see Montel standing next to them with his hand down the sideline, like first down. Your third string quarterback. Yes. On a special teams play. And I was like, Montel, get off the field. What are you doing? <laughs> And he's like, no, 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 I'm on, I'm on, I'm on. So he, actually, <laughs> he, he had to step on because of how many injuries we had that game. It was nuts. Um, but, yeah, I'm just waiting on a second opinion, uh, sending it down to Dr. Ellis down in L.A. And, uh, I mean, once I find out, I will let everybody know. I mean, the truth is, man, every injury is so unique. You know, like, you can't, like, look up one thing and say this is what, how long it's going to last uh, no matter what. And I'm barring you know, single ACL, single LCL, things that people have done thousands of times that have been researched and everything. But um, just certain injuries, you got to make sure, you know, you got to be smart about what you're doing. Um, so what can but, you tell, like, what can you tell, what's the most specific you can tell us? I know that you got to be pretty delicate with this stuff. What's the, the most you can say about the injury? Yeah, I mean, um, the most I can say is basically I injured my pec on that play. You know, it was, I just, I, I tried to do a little something where my arm took over during the throw. Um, I tried to bring it down basically like, with my pec instead of mm-hmm. just finishing my throwing motion. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, that's when things happen when you're high stress situations, but something I love that was said first day of practice this week, we we're talking about the injuries, guys having to step up, um, you know, what you do to your body to go through this game year in and year out. And when we broke the huddle, um, someone was about to break it down. Our middle linebacker, Corey Greenwood, he says, he just yells out, like, he says, we signed up for this life. And I was like, you can't, I don't think you can describe football and what it is more than that saying right there. Like, you signed up for this. Like, at some point, you had to sign up for football. You had to make it through thousands and thousands and thousands of competitions with other people to get to where you are. Uh, you know, hundreds of injuries, things like that. You know, missing time doing all this other stuff um, to get to this one point. And I think that's when, when he said that, I was like, that's like the perfect way to describe football. Well, he'd know, too, because oh, he's yeah, had he's, some devastating injuries, right? Oh, he's been through it. All right. Okay, so if you were so, is that enough for y'all? If you're just speculate, <laughs> you think you'll play on Saturday, or is it is it too early to tell? If you just see me at practice, which Maddie did, I was out there running ten one tens. You really quick though. You looked really good. You fast, should run huh? the ball. You yeah, should run the ball fast. more. <laughs> as as we uh, as we came to the locker room, Eric and Reggie were like, "Hey man, what were you doing during practice?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, I "Saw you running." <laughs> That's the fastest I've seen you move in like five years. I think that gives us. A, I think <laughs> the boss is like, uh, yeah, make sure you push him on the injury. Just uh, see what they can get out of him there. So the, yeah, I think we have our answer both sides. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he uh, already went through that with the uh, the big scrum today after practice too. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, that was fun. No, nah, honestly, I mean, what a couple times two years ago, I didn't practice once the entire time. Didn't think I was gonna play, and then woke played? up woke up on game day. Went and told Buckley. I felt so bad for him, man. I went to Buckley. I was like, "Hey, man, uh, I'm gonna play." I feel that's like why I, he I retired. Feel like I can throw. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to play behind a guy that like, lasts forever. 
Um, all right, so I've gave y'all a little bit of time. Yeah. So if you didn't study, that's on you now. You had time. And I want everybody to uh, text in 960-960. I want to see what the poll looks like. What is the best country song ever? So it can be as recent as Chris Stapleton. It can be all the way back to like John Denver like we had opening the show. Uh, I want to hear you guys' answers because I, I got some interesting answers from my family. Is Country that, Roads number one for you? Uh, no. No? But it is for Shane Bergman. Okay. Shane Bergman is definitely, by far, 100% the most country person on our team. Okay. Um, it's not like he dresses like it, things like that. He just, he literally lives on a farm, and he farms in the offseason. Like, that's what that man does. Um, so I asked him yesterday in the middle of talking to my family, and he was like, I definitely have to go with Take Me Home, Country Road okay. by John Denver. So I respected that a lot. All right, so I'll give you mine while you have time to look up yours. Um, I've got four, by the way. Let's see if you get one of them. Let's see. What yeah, I mean, like we talked about it with Don Jackson, music, something that's got to make you feel, make you think, you know, or relate to your life, whatever it might be. But for some reason, like George Strait, number ones, the 50 number ones, okay. damn near every song on there is up there for me. Uh, George Strait's definitely, you know, top three country artists ever. And so I went with Check Yes or No and Oceanfront Property from him. Okay. My next favorite is Tim McGraw. And I went It's, it's Your Love. And don't take the girl. And I really only went don't take the girl because my name's in there. Don't don't take the girl. That's <laughs> I know iconic. Okay, see, I I had Amarillo by Morning yep. by George Strait. I've got so it's in there. I got uh, David Lee Murth- Murphy Dust in the Bottle. Oh um, yeah, that was, that was definitely in the text last night. Uh, John Michael Montgomery sold the Grundy County auction. Uh, Fishing in the Dark. Nitty gritty, nitty gritty dirt band and then Tim McGraw but something like that is the I think something like that would be my number one the country pinnacle. song of all time that's if you're wondering that's the barbecue stand on yeah. my white t-shirt song for those who don't know that would be my top of the power rankings and here, here's what I want don't google it don't like google your answer right now and text it in I want you to think about the fact like you know everybody always talks about like the dire situations like if somebody had something to your head <laughs> you know and they said you had one you had one country song to listen to right now before you go what are you listening to? Like, so I want you to think about it like that. Like, you have to actually think of what the song is called, uh, what you could come up with, as what is the best country song ever. Maddie, I got to hear yours, man. You're the music guy in the room. Maddie, do you like country music, Maddie? Let's go, girls. <laughs> I had to give a shout out to my mom on this one because she was the reason I ever listened to country music growing up. It was like nothing but country radio growing up and Shania Twain. Yeah, Shania Twain. Is this your number? Is this tops on your power rankings, Maddie? This is gonna, yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> give a shout out to my mom, and uh, we're gonna go with this one because man, I, like I feel like a woman. Okay, so whenever, <laughs> whenever I don't like this is probably oh, this is probably a little offside, but I'll say it anyway. So the Roadhouse doesn't exist anymore, but the road, you know where Knoxville's is now. The Roadhouse was a nightclub when I was still going to those places. And so I would have been like between the ages of 19 and 23, 24 when the Roadhouse was open. And the house DJ would always play that song and would always fade down when she says, man, I feel like a woman. He'd always, and he thought he was so funny. He'd always fade it down. Man, I feel like a threesome. And he thought he was so funny. And and it's like, (laughs) he did it every time. Like every weekend, he'd do the same thing. I was like, it's not even. That's a bad bit. It's a bad bit. And he did it every time they played that song, which is at least once a night. I'm trying to think, like, I'm trying to picture right now Pat once a night going to this nightclub. <laughs> to a country nightclub. Well, and like, just singing that song with that guy when he turns it down. <laughs> yeah. like, Be like, DJ. that's my favorite part, man! <laughs> Turning it down! Oh, you would have you ha- you had to see me with glasses that were way bigger than this. Like, they're way too big for my face, and I was about 100 pounds skinnier at that age. Like, oh, 
It's not a pretty picture. <laughs> uh, what do we have on the text line? I a lot. Hear some of these answers. Okay, let's. Uh, there's been a lot a, of old town. There's road. been a number of old town roads. Oh come drops. on. Okay, I said as recent as Chris Stapleton. Man, don't go old town. Road. <laughs> I know we play that lot. when we come out of the the tunnel and everything, but. I mean, it's a good song, but I don't know if it would be the best country song. I mean, ever. it's an okay song. Okay, what about uh, Folsom Prison Blue, Folsom Prison Blues by yeah, uh, Johnny? Yeah, I mean, Johnny Cash is my favorite artist of all time. There's that. There's Boy Named Sue that's been on there. Uh, I walked the line. Somebody threw out Hurt. Like, there's been uh, there's been a few Johnny Cash uh, nominees. What else we got here? My Maria, Brooks and Dunn. That's a classic two stepping song. Okay, uh, hold on. I got another question for you then. Okay. All right. All right so. To change it just a little bit, very small, what would be your go-to, you're out, you're hydrated with your friends, what's your go-to karaoke song? Like, your buddies push you up, you have to do it. I've got I've got two. No, I won't. Yeah, all right, all right. Let's hear it. I want to hear it now. Okay, it's, it's either California Love uh, or uh, Backstreet's Back. It's one of the two. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so on brand. And I slay oh, Backstreet's Back. I don't, even, I don't even need the words on the screen. The man said he slays. <laughs> oh, man. That is, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, Maddie, what's yours? Yeah, Maddie, let me hear it. Fat Lip by Sum 41. Nice. I used to do that all the time with nice. my buddies. Me and my one friend would like be able to go back and forth with the lyricist, the way they go back and forth in the song. It was pretty cool. <laughs> All right, we have different definitions of that word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, uh, I would say mine is uh, Johnny Cash, Folsom Prison Blues is number one. Okay. And my number two is Jet, Are You Going to Be My Girl? Okay. Who's the best karaoke singer on the team? Oh, Neela. That's right, left tackle. field. Oh, really? The big lineman. The big old lineman. Man, hey. it's always, the lineman can always sing. Like, Bergman can sing country. I mean, UCAM knows, like, every rap song ever. I asked him if he had a country song on his iPod once. And he told me it was it was like one country song, and it went on there on accident. On but, brand, yeah. Um, and then uh, who's the other than Neela? Man, Neela's like he's just always singing like everything that comes on rap, R and B, country, old school rock. Like like Geo. So when Geo wants us to leave in the afternoon, like he starts to get like three o'clock, and you know some of us are still hanging around doing stuff. Um, he starts blasting like old school rock, like stuff that we don't know. And he's like, get out of the locker room now. Like that's his, all right, time to leave. Um, Gio's the equipment manager. He's been yeah, there forever. Yeah, I've been there for 50, 60 years, something yeah. like that. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I would say, I'd say Neela. That dude can sing. Have you had like, do you, is, is karaoke a regular jam for you? Or is that no. once in a lifetime, like you know, once a year? Oh, no. Off season. I, I think I've done it once in my entire once life. Once your entire life. Okay. <laughs> But you had the go-to, and you probably nailed it. Yeah, I mean, like, I on, like here, I would never go out and do karaoke. Um, I would do it back home. Like nobody knows me, just going. Yeah, to probably a bar, not a good idea to do it here. Do it, yeah. No, nah, I, I saw a video of a. Uh, oh, he just got traded from the state or from Nashville. Why, why am I forgetting? Not Duchesne? PK Subban. 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 A video of him playing the guitar and singing. Yeah, like, when while well, he was in Nashville, when yeah. he was doing yeah. the whole country. Yeah, bit. yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah, for you? Nah. Nah. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I sound good country-wise, like old, like, like old school country, like Johnny Cash. Like, that's my time of singing, but um, I don't know. People tell me differently. <laughs> <laughs> your, right. your close friends will tell you, eh, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, the close ones tell me the truth. Um, what did your right. wife say? Man, so, all right, really quick. I know we're supposed to take a break. I'm going to jump into this one story. So, 
this is a great story about my wife Madison. Um, so I used to like just sing in the car, but you know how like you can you know what songs you can sing somewhat. Uh, so like we'd go on our first couple of days, and I'd put on like the exact same song every time because it's the only song I thought I could sing, and uh, just kind of like lowly sing it to where she could barely hear because I have a deep voice, so it carries anyways. So she didn't tell me the story until like literally like two years ago, but it's great. So she goes to her her family. And she's like, "Hey guys, I need y'all to listen to whether or not I can sing because Bo can really sing, and I don't want to be embarrassed in front of him and look terrible if, if I can't sing." So <laughs> they turn this song on. Everybody gets quiet. And Maddie sings, and all of her family start busting out laughing. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and and they're like, "Yeah, maybe you shouldn't sing in front of him." <laughs> but then Maddie started to realize I actually can't sing. There's like one song I can, and that's it. That's all you need. Hopefully. <laughs> Poor Hopefully. Maddie. All right, we'll take a quick break. Um, when we come back, we will talk a little bit of Kawhi. I just got to mention my thoughts on it. Um, yeah, I have breaking news about Kawhi Leonard if you want to listen in the second segment. And then we will go to armchair quarterback. Uh, for those of you that don't know, um, call in. Let me know what you thought uh, last game, what I can do better. You know, the, the critiques that you were yelling at the TV or you were yelling in the stands, I want to hear it. Um, these things are, are fun to me, and I think it's uh, fun we can talk about. It. And if you want to talk about the comeback, we can talk about that as well. Uh, but you listen to The Bo Show on Sportsnet 960 Defense. This is The Bo Show. Hell yeah, yeah. On Sportsnet 960 The Fan. The Bo Show for SML Entertainment. Hot tubs, saunas, and home leisure. SML Entertainment has brought friends and family together since 1956. Learn more at smlentertainment.com. All right, welcome back. That is The Chair by George Strait. This was the... The chosen song in our family text because no one agreed on the song except my mom and my second oldest brother, Corey. This is the one they went with. I'll so that's honest, majority? pretty good. Well, yeah, because everybody else chose their own song. So they just got more than one vote, so it gets the win. It gets the win. Yeah. It only took two. Uh, so, yeah, text in 960-960. Call in 403-240-4444. Let me know what you think is the best country song of all time or just that one that you would hit during karaoke. Um, Stampede's coming up. I thought we should go a little bit of a country theme. So, um, all right. So quickly, I want to hit on um, Kawhi Leonard. So everybody wants the news. I have the breaking news. I spoke to him. It's not breaking away. news everybody from Sportsnet 960. The fan. All right. So here's here's my thought. So where do I think he signs? I think at the end of the day, he's going to end up in Toronto. But where does the little kid in me who watches sports want him to sign? The L.A. Lakers. Because I want to see him play with LeBron. After, like, after where the league's gone the last five years, which is just three-point shooting. <clears throat> Excuse me. I want it to go like back to big, physical. I mean, LeBron, A.D., Kawhi. Oh, man. It'd be a nasty trio to have together. And the other thing, the well, like, defensive side of it, though, like think about that. Think about the defensive side. Like instead of offense, let's get basketball back to defense. Well, with Kawhi there, no doubt. Kawhi, LeBron, AD. Yeah. I mean, those three are ridiculous. Now it would also probably. Here's the thing that people don't. Cause I know the Lakers were garbage in the second half of the season last year, but pretty much as soon as as LeBron went down, they went from being a pretty decent team to being a complete and utter also ran. 
if Kawhi's there, we know Davis is already there. I bet LeBron plays most of the season. Like I bet we're talking about him playing 70-plus games next year. If LeBron plays 70-plus and they've got the other two, yeah, the Lakers the Lakers are a thing again. But will Kawhi play only 60 next year again? Probably. That's probably one of the things that, that he's looking at right now is determining where he wants to go. Is He loved the way Toronto handled him and how they put his long-term needs at the top of the priority list, and that's probably one of the big things he's prioritizing right now. Yeah, the interesting thing to me was uh, he wanted to have Magic Johnson in the meetings. <clears throat> I mean, that's... I mean, Magic Johnson left the Lakers, did he not? Yep. So that's to me is I I don't know is it like do they sit down in the meeting room and look at Magic and he says all right before anybody says anything I want to know why Magic Johnson left the Lakers because that's the question I'd be asking. You for know what I mean? Like for such a high profile guy and especially the way that it went, it wasn't exactly an amicable split with the interview that Johnson did like a couple weeks after that and kind of did a little bit of tell all on the organization. That would be my question. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not not that, not that they just won a championship. I've, I can compare that to like if, you know, let's say like the season we just had, Dave leaves and goes to another CFL team. I feel like anybody going to sign with us would be like, well, hold on. I want to know why did Dave leave here? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's, I feel like that's why Kawhi is asking that question because I would want to know like why, why did Magic leave? Is it that bad? You know, does he not care for LeBron? Does he not care for people just giving the two or three top players, you know, all the needs of the team, basically? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So you think he's going to sign in Toronto, but you want him to go to the Lakers just from a... I think he's going to sign Toronto because, like, I think it's really hard to leave a team after winning a championship. Well, think of this. If he if he stays for two more years, he gets to 10 years service time. I think he's got one more year to go, but... Two more years gets him to 10 years service time plus. You go from being able to demand 30% of the salary cap to 35% of the salary cap once you get your 10 years in the NBA. So the difference in earning power, if he stays in Toronto, say he signs for two years, and they're an elite team those two years, maybe they win another title, maybe they get back to a couple NBA championships, whatever, and then goes to L.A., he's making even more money when he gets to LA. So he's got his his earning potential gets larger if he tries to maximize his title winning window by staying in Toronto for a couple of years. But why why couldn't he just sign a 2-year deal and then he that, could like he could elsewhere too. Yeah. But his best chance to win I think is Toronto. So if you if you say okay, I'm you really think that's step. his best chance to win? In that Eastern Conference, yeah. Maybe because this year while KD's hurt. Who cares but, about uh, the conference? Like I think people overhype the conferences. Uh like they're all they're all professional basketball players, man. I mean, they just school. They just no, for sure. But, Golden but State and six. you don't think that if he goes to LA with LeBron and Anthony Davis that they're not shoe in to go to the NBA finals? Yeah, I would. I mean Especially they'd be look, with, they'd be good, no doubt about it. But and, I even and with do you think Toronto could put a team to, together that could beat them? Well, just put a team if together. Kawhi's and, there? No. Those three, though? Like, Dude, if Kawhi's about- in L.A.? No, no. Toronto. <laughs> yeah. Kawhi's only got a chance to win if he stays in Toronto. Like, if, if he doesn't go, if he leaves Toronto, they're not winning another NBA title. Oh, okay. No, you're, so you're saying Toronto only has a chance if he signs. Yes. Not and Kawhi. I, I don't think that's Kawhi's best no, chance to win. No, I, I still do. Because I still, think, I still think the Eastern Conference is more wide open to get back to the finals than the West is. Because even in the West, you've got Houston, you've got Portland, you've got Golden State, and I know oh. the Warriors have got injuries. And yes, LeBron, Davis, and Kawhi would be a killer trio. But I still think it's harder to get there than it is in the East. 
man, I don't know. <laughs> I think they're getting there no matter what. They could be. Yeah, you think so? They could be. In, I think in a conference only with Golden State, and I think they would win. Well, across that conference too, like you look at the teams and who their superstars are. The super team that was Golden State isn't what they were. There's no Durant and Clay Thompson. You don't know where you're going to get out of him after coming off a pretty serious surgery. If he goes to LA, you can almost book them going to the finals. Where did Clay go? Clay stayed. He signed a yeah, five year max, max deal in Golden State, yeah. but he does have the torn ACL. Yeah. Oh, man. That's tough. I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of tired of seeing like the NBA super teams, but at the same time, like just being a sports fan. Those three playing together, I just have to see what would happen. <laughs> It'd be pretty awesome. It's like All Star Game every day. Yeah, like, I know it, it was awesome to watch what Steph, Clay, and Draymond created over in Golden State, but even before you didn't game. really know the names of Clay or Draymond before that happened. Like if these three got together, you're talking about three of the perennial All Stars in the league and two of arguably the best players mm-hmm. in the NBA. I don't be pretty know. awesome. I, 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 could, I, could, I feel like I could go play point guard for him, and they're going to win a championship. Yeah, eat some minutes I, for him. No problem. Get yourself do, another ring. I'll take a couple fouls for him. And, uh, what <laughs> can, else? You, can you shoot right Run now? Run down. That's a dirty back question. <laughs> that's a dirty question. All right, let's take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, your player of the week, he caught five balls in the end zone this past weekend. Eric Rogers, he will be here for our SML Big Guest of the Week. You're listening to the Bo Show on Sports at 960 Defense. Back to the Bo Show for SML Entertainment. One, two, three. On Sportsnet 960 The Fan. All right, Maddie, I see you, man. Switching it up, I like it. All right, so we have, like I said, again, Eric Rogers. He caught five balls in the end zone last week, man. His nickname, Red Zone Receiver. Eric, man, how's it going? <laughs> going well. Just got yeah. some food in me, so I'm feeling good. Yeah, you need it, man. You're too skinny. Look, skinny. You look too skinny in the four. I think eight, four, 80 Eric Rogers is where it was at, man. I think you had to go back to 80. Nah, I think four is where I'm at. Uh, <laughs> you know, in my career, in the four, my favorite number. I like it, man. All right, so, all right, uh, so one of the guys here, um, Pat, he uh, he was asking something about you. He was asking, he's like, man, I can't believe he was lo- looking you up once I told him you were coming on. He said, I can't believe Eric never went to a major college, and he's basically the most perennial all-star receiver in the league. Uh, so, I mean, I guess there's a chance that some other people out there don't know that. Uh, so yeah, just quickly, man, tell everybody. Um, just kind of your story, like where you came from. Yeah, so I grew up in a small uh, city in Southern California, Dewarty, California. Um, got uh, went to a private Catholic school, high school for two years. My first two years, ended up having to leave because financial reasons. And when I transferred to my second high school, I was trying to go somewhere out of uh, out of my district, and I had to have a, a reason to go to a, a school because it was better at football. So I'm going to go there for sports. Um, so I had to wait till I got cleared to play varsity sports. And I didn't get cleared to play my junior year until after the season was over. So I didn't play football my junior year. I was just, I was able to practice, but I wasn't able to play. And I was still a corner my junior year. I was only 5'10". Oh man, I, I got to see that. I got to see that film. <laughs> and uh, 
I was pretty good. Uh, and then I grew four inches in between my junior and senior year, and they moved me to receiver. Well, I played receiver, but they moved me full-time receiver. I was I was too long, and I didn't have the, the, the feet. Didn't have the, the hips to turn around in the corner. Anymore. <laughs> I didn't have the hips, yeah. So so I was 6'2", and I was like, you know, 150 or something like that. So I was a receiver. only played one year varsity, so I ended up going Division three. Cal Lutheran. I had a Division II author out in Nebraska, but I turned it down after signing a letter. I kind of backed out of it late. <clears throat> so I went Division three to Cal Lutheran University. I went there mainly because I was, I made up my mind that I wasn't going to play pro sports. I wasn't going to try to do anything. I just wanted to get my degree and get an education. Um, they didn't have any sports, they didn't have any sports scholarships. So, you know, I did four years there. They're purple and gold, like my favorite team, the Lakers. So it was a fit. It all fit at that time. Um, only bad part about that is uh, I ended up with fifty five thousand worth of student loans that I had to pay back. <laughs> oh man, that but, hurts. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I played one year of high school, um, turned down the uh, scholarship at Shattern State. Um, I think uh, Denny Woodhead he went there. He was one of the big guys came out of that school. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I turned that down and went Division three because I was just wanted to focus on my education instead of football. So I um, mean. It took a long road, but it was uh, it's all worked out pretty well. Nice man, yeah. I feel like we like having guys in here, um, you know, Clue, even Smitty. I feel like we've got to kind of let everybody know where everybody comes from because I think a lot of people think just oh he, he you know Eric Rogers grew up oh he's probably been tall since he was you know five years old he's been catching over everybody's entire life um, he went to all the best <laughs> high schools and colleges I think it's just good for people to kind of hear the story. Um, all right, man, so. Onside kick comes in the game, and uh-huh. you see Montel in the huddle. What's your first thought? Did you did you see him before you went out there? Yeah, I saw him in the corner of my eye. But me being you know a savvy vet, and I've been around the game a little bit now. Uh, last year he was he was on the onside as well. Um, so he's been a guy that's been subbed in before. Or like he's been in like I remember Coach Kelly going to him like Montel, if you need you, you need to go in. I think we had some injuries. That's when all the receivers are hurt. Usually we have a lot of receivers on that on that hands team, onside team. So I think he's been on it one time before or he's been talked to about being on there. So I saw him. I was like, oh, okay. I forgot JB was hurt as well. So I, I was like, okay, that's why he's in. Yeah, man. And then uh, ball goes up and you see Kluke like three yards away. Before you see him get there, you think he's going to get it? Well, I I loop around. I'm like a decoy on that. I'm not because the the kick is going that way. So I when I loop around, I see Kluke like five yards ahead of everybody. I'm like, oh, Kluke is going for it, <laughs> and he jumped. And I saw him kind of like almost jump past it, but he was smart yeah. enough or athletic enough to throw that left hand up there. Yeah, reach that hand back. He got way higher. Yeah, he got way higher than Burnham, which is surprising because Burnham he can go up and get it. Man, that's what I said too. And I was like, I did not think that Kluke was about to out jump Burnham. Like you, I, was, I saw yeah, you come and I saw other guys like, oh man, like we, there's a chance we get this. That's a really good kick. And then I see Clute get through the line. And nobody else does. I'm like, I don't know if he's out jumping Burnham. And he just gets up there and yeah, then he almost takes it back to the house. Burnham, yeah, Burnham has his two feet in the ground, so he's able to load up and go up and get it. But running and like, like that that basketball kind of jump. Yeah. If you don't have like the right foot down, you're not able to get up high. But he was able to execute it and. I mean, it was it was huge for him. He was pumped. You can see that on the replay, he was pumped. Oh yeah, Calgary boy growing up had him on here week one. 
my road dog on the roommate or on the road. That's yeah, you ditched me because uh, I didn't go to the preseason game, but it's all good. I got Reggie now. Nah, no, nah, uh, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. That's not true. That's not true. No, <laughs> I looked at the list and it's like you gotta you gotta write down your first teammate and then you gotta write down your second teammate. And I was like, uh, I look, you you already had two people on there. You had Reggie on there. So I was like, ah, oh, you know what? I'll put Kluke first and then I'll put Eric second. That's how it happened, man. Man, y- y'all was already <laughs> roommates the week before and at the end of preseason. It's all good. Nah, just, nah, nah. just make sure we we still cool in the, in the red zone and then everything else. You don't care what you do. Oh yeah, you know the ball's coming down there. All right, so I texted you, told you, uh, gave you a little bit of heads up so you could study something. All right, so I asked you, what what do you think is the best country song ever? Did you already know one, or did you have to look one up? No, I mean you said my favorite country song, not best. No, the, song. all right, fine. Your favorite country song ever? Well, I don't really know too many country songs, but uh, I'll, everyone knows Darius Rucker. Oh yeah, you know See, that's a good choice. Uh, like Wagon that. Wheel, and um, if I uh, Wagon Wheel is definitely there was another one I really liked. Um, it won't. It all goes by. Uh, it won't be long or something like that. Or was he was him talking about his daughters like in the different phases? Yep. I know Which exactly, one is that? I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, I don't know. What's, what's the name of that song? It's gonna take me way too long to try to think of it. Um, we'll have Maddie look it up. Last or something like that. Maddie's on it right now. He's gonna try to find it. Um, <laughs> let me know if you do find that. All right, so. I have a little bit of something I do. Um, basically, kind of fast fire questions. Just you got to answer them off as fast as you can, um, and just it kind of just lets people get to know who you are. All right. Uh, All here, right. Hold on. let me get gotcha. this, write this last one down. All right. So, favorite candy bar. Reese's. Favorite cereal. Uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Best rapper right now and of all time. Uh, like J. Cole, and I don't, I'm not really too big on the all time, so I'll just I'll stick with. You don't J. like Cole. old school rap? No, I don't really listen to music that that much, but I do listen to J. Cole whenever Joshua can do. Because I think he he spits most mostly like stuff you can relate to, or actual like factual stuff, and like he tells a story. Like a lot of people just they just talk about you know violence and gangs and all that kind of stuff. J. Cole kind of wraps it all into like relatable topics. It's, it's pretty cool. Yep. All right. Well, then I don't know if you're gonna have one, but I had two pregame ones. Do you have a pregame song? No, I don't listen. I don't really listen to music before the game. All right. Then that's gonna get me to my second one. Pre-game. I, I do like. I do like. I like uh, Dreams of Nightmare from me. KJ would like that. I do <laughs> like. I like. I do like listening to that. Is he from Philly? Yeah, he is. Oh, of course. That's yep. All right. Um, your best performance, like in your eyes, your best performance ever college high school just that game where you like i don't know like maybe that game that you realize like wow i'm pretty i'm pretty damn good at football or just whichever one stands out to you is like the best game ever i have i had a couple of like each man we all know how many how many great moments you've had i want to hear your personal sometimes um man i mean like college we lost though so that's not really good uh, I, I would have to selfish. I, can we just go favorite favorite play, not performance? Favorite play. All right, sure. Favorite play. Yeah, yeah. I would have to say that third touchdown in the West Final to send us like to put us up nine, in order to send us to the Great Cup touchdown. Yeah. You threw. 
Yeah, that was uh, that's definitely up there as one of those moments. Yeah, uh, for me, yeah, for me personally, you know, I had uh, I had just got caught on my uh, got caught under myself on my knee. Um, he threw me that out, and I kind of yep. tried to bit him back in. And the guy kind of jumped on me, so trying to find out, you know, I tore some more of my meniscus on that play, and I set out for like two or three series, <clears throat> but uh, we didn't move the ball. We went two and outs like two or three times in a row. So the doctor, I'm over there with Doctor Martin, and uh, he's like checking me. I'm like walking away from him. I was like, let me just walk it off, give it some time, and then I just put myself back in <laughs> after like two or three two and outs, and um, we ended up going down there. And second and ten, you know, we don't we don't score a touchdown. We we're only up like five or something. Touchdown beats us or whatever, whatever it was. So just going up there to catch that ball and be able to lift up and get it and uh, control the ball all the way to the floor. I kind of kept away from the DB, and I know I had one earlier in the year against Winnipeg that I kind of bobbled and the command center blew it. But you know, I was just They're happy one of the that worst calls the entire year. I made that year. play for. <laughs> I was like, I was you no, know, I was just happy that I was able to make the play to send it to the Great Cup. And I was thinking like, you know, that might be my last game because I was like, I didn't know if I was gonna play in the Great Cup just considering yeah. I knew something that happened in my knee. I just didn't know what. Yeah, so man, I that, that moment right there was like you know, you, you drive down, you know this play right here, Dave calls it, you call it in the huddle. You know this play right here is for the chance to go to the Great Cup. Like everything you've done all year, like every single teammate is looking at you. Every single teammate's watching, and then when I let it go, everybody's eyes on you. Like, man, is he gonna make this play right now to take us to the Grey Cup, to give us a chance to, you know, take back the demons from the last two years? You know, that that's to me like those are those moments, like those iconic moments in sports that that like transcends everybody that's actually sitting there right at that moment. And like, you you go up, come down with it, all the cameras flash, you know, it kind of starts hitting everybody yeah. what's about to happen. Yeah, man, that was definitely up there. All right, you've got two minutes. What else do you want anybody? Anybody? Oh, do we have any uh, the text? Yeah. Anybody? If not, that's all right. Uh, two minutes. What do you want somebody to know about? What's your? Let's let's go with the last question. We'll do is, um, it, you can't. You know, you're you got a bye week. Family's gone. What are you doing? Is it like what's your what's the hobby that no one out there would even know you do? The hobbies. <clears throat> well, I'm on a. I play some some Xbox. Uh, <laughs> I, I like to play poker. I wanted to see if I, I could get into poker. So. Yeah, I, I play Xbox, but uh, I like to play. Um, He's Fortnite. I like to go out and play poker. Um, so, I, but you, you still know, haven't I'm played against play me. That's the thing. Game. Everybody here in this city knows that's what I do, and and you still haven't played against me. Well, you still haven't set it up. You got that big old house over there. You haven't set up a poker night. (laughs) We did have some teammates over to the house. All right. So, yeah, let me me end with that. We had some teammates over to the house. Um, Just a bunch of teammates told me to come over for Canada Day, have a barbecue, bring your wives, girls, everybody comes over. Um, Eric, I got to ask you because I'm sponsored by SML, so this is like a non-monetary (laughs) shout-out. What did you think about the hot tub sitting out there? It looks nice. Um, a lot of people were talking about it. They they said uh, they wanted to get in, but it was you know too hot. It was way too hot, man. I, I had the hot tub open up, the jets going. I was like, oh, people can you know the wives can jump in if they want to while they're drinking wine. Um, and I walked outside to start grilling. I was like, I am dying right now. It was way too hot. Nah, I, would, 
I'm, I'm, I'm going to come check it out next time. When you set up the poker night, you know what I'm saying, when it's a little chilly, I'll jump in. Yep. And then I'll give you a good review. But you got to set up poker night. You, you, you slack it. You got a lot of time on your hands now, right now. Man. You might as well. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just saying, if we set up a poker night, I see, that's how I know you're not a poker player. If, if we set up a poker night, I promise you, at no point am I going to get into the hot tub. <laughs> hot tub is like, I come home from the game, I'm up. sore, boom, I'm going to the hot tub right now. But if I if I invite you over for a poker night, you're getting you're getting whooped until you have no money left and you have to go home. <laughs> but that's not fair because you got you got you probably got a uh, nah chill a chill 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 chill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, E, appreciate you, uh, Red Zone E, um, playoff playoff performer receiver, uh, the iconic catch. Send us a great cup, man. Appreciate you uh, for calling in. I'll catch yeah, you no tomorrow. Problem. All right, see you tomorrow. Thanks yeah. for having me. All right, everybody, that is your show. You've got Pat. You've got Wills. I found the song. You did find the song? Oh, I should have. See, Maddie, you weren't on the ball right there, man. That boy, Maddie. I won't be like this for long, but Darius Rucker. Yeah, he kept talking about a lasso. What was he talking about the lasso? Maybe he talks about a lasso. I don't think so. I know this song. All right. Shouts out. All right, we appreciate you guys. Uh, We will catch you again uh, next Wednesday on the Bo Show. You are listening to. No, now you listen to what? Pinder and Steinberg. Now you listen to Pinder and Steinberg. Is Willsy on? Willsy's on. That's Pinder right there. It's Wills for I Pinder. swear, like, how often do y'all actually work together? They don't. Pinder I, and I? I swear, it's like, Pinder and Steinberg. Steinberg's not here. <laughs> in the I'm Matt time? Rose, and I'm going to be stepping in today. <laughs> All right, man. We appreciate you guys. Catch y'all next week. Uh, it's the Bo Show for SML Entertainment, Hot Tub Saunas, and Home Leisure. SML Entertainment has brought friends and family together since 1956. Learn more at smlentertainment.com. Biggest stories of the day. Matty Rose has your headlines two minutes away. Pinder and Steinberg resumes next. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. He says, what can I do? She says, now don't you worry. This will only last.